Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang coming to you on this edition of Unlock the Leader's Code today on Wednesday, January 25th. On our marathon towards the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership, written by John C. Maxwell, we are on law. Lucky 13 today. Lucky 13. So yesterday I started a bit later and I saw that a couple more folks joined in. So I started uh, today about 8.45. Gives me some time to prep. Hopefully if you're jumping in right now, type any questions at the bottom of this if you are listening to this later on, good to have you on board. Make sure that you have any questions, type them in, in the comment box below and, or private message me directly. So as you know, we're going to do the teaching part at the beginning. So I'm going to repurpose this for a podcast. That's one key tricks for you guys. If you are putting any content out there, repurposing is a good thing. So we're going to jump into the teaching on the t- the uh, law number 13, which is the law of the picture, one of my favorite, favorite laws. So I'm going to let this go for another 30 seconds or so, and then we'll like get a rock and roll and see if any jump, anyone jumps on board. If you jump on board later on, I'll be saying hi later on to you too. Boy, today we are looking at well, less, less snow. Yesterday was kind of chaotic here in Montreal with the freezing rain. I was really grateful that everyone got home safe in the family, all my friends out here, no major accident or car accident, anything major could really happen. But people were very responsible. They were driving very slow and uh, on the highway yesterday, we were going at 50 kilometers an hour. So, All right, grab your smoothie, your coffee. I'll dive right into it. Nah, 8.48 right now. So here we go. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host of Unlock the Leader's Code live today on Wednesday, January 25th, where we, we continue our trek towards the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. That's coming up. And today is Law Lucky 13, where we, where we are going to talk about the law of the picture, one of my favorite laws in in the 21 laws and the law of the picture says this that people see what you do something that a lot of leaders realize is that people actually notice what they do as a parent if you're a parent you'll understand this you'll if you were a kid or a son or daughter to parents maybe you've heard this before where you say where the the leader of the family would say do as i say don't do as i do the unfortunate part of that is that well, what followers will do is actually they will do, not what you say, but what they see you do. The other side of the law of the picture that I like to point out in my masterminds is that if a photographer takes a picture of you, you can't see yourself, right? Because the photographer sees everything. And as we lead, sometimes we're oblivious to how we are perceived. That's why one of the key things that when I jumped over and raised my leadership lid, I was actually involved in getting a lot of feedback from my team, from my colleagues, the people that I reported to, and even the manager once removed, which is the manager my leader reported into, the leader that my leader reported into. I got some feedback to see how they perceived me. 
And a boy, oh boy, I can tell you that it's a, it's like, it's like a boxing match. You're getting slapped, boom, boom, boom. You're getting hit left, right, and center. And you kind of realize what are your, what we call the blind spots. Of course, this is too long to dive into that. If you're more interested in that, feel free to private message me about that. So let's dive into the law of the picture, right? In the law of the picture, I'm just going to grab always my note here. So in the law of the picture, there's some key principles that John shares, right? There's the first key principle is the followers are always watching what you do, right? And there's a study that I came across a scientific study that did this. What they did is that they had parents, uh, they had children observe their parents, a set of children observe their parents in a room with, a, uh, with some tables and toys and then a big clown in the back of, uh, of the room. As the children observed, one set of parents just sat down and they would draw, they would play with the Lego blocks, etc., being very calm. And another set of parents where the children were watching would actually get mad as they played with the Legos and head over to the clown and start beating it up and yelling at it and, and calling it names. Not really bad, bad names, but showing a lot of anger. And what they did after that is that they put the kids in the same room with the same clown. And lo and behold, what do you think would happen? Of course, the kids that saw their parents beat up the clown all started beating up the clown and getting mad. The kids that saw the parents being calm and staying calm stayed calm throughout the study. Interesting. So followers are always watching what you do. And although you can tell them to stay calm, tell them not to use bad words, they will actually do what you do. Number two, this is an interesting part, right? Um, Mark Twain said that it's easier to teach than it is to do. And as I am a coach and I am a speaker as well, I teach all these principles, I read about all these principles, certainly the toughest part is to maintain those principles. You know, what maintain, helps me maintain is because I'm teaching it or sharing it. It holds me accountable. Inside of myself, since I'm sharing what I learned, I can't not not do what I'm sharing. So my subconscious really grabs a hold and really questions myself when I come through those, that split road where I go, do I do this or don't I do this? Do I follow this set of values I set? It holds me accountable since I'm sharing it with all of you out there. So one of the key part I teach in the masterminds is that go and share what you just learned because one thing it's gonna do, it's gonna help you hold yourself accountable to getting into action of what you just learned and putting that into action. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is. So that's one of the key part. Number three, to change ourselves before improving others. A lot of times we set out to actually notice what people need to get better at around our surroundings. We should do that with our kids. We do that with our closest friends. We try to give advice. We're the, the best counselor. However, one of my leaders in the past has said, you know, for every finger you point outside, there are 10 pointing right back at you. Isn't that the truth? If you were honest with yourself, you know, once you point a finger. So one thing that I've always been able to do is before I go out and observe in others or point out their, either their failures or they, they, their mistakes that they've found, I actually look at myself first. Is that, am I in that particular area holding up to what I'm going to be able to share and counsel or coach on? 
If I'm not, then I need to start working on myself first, right? Jim Rohn said, and this is what I learned from my mentor, Jim Rohn. He said, no, I will do for you and you can do you for me. I will do me for you so you can do you for me. So basically the key part here, and I share one example in, in my masterminds, but not enough time to go into it now, is that working on myself first has helped me improve everyone and elevate everyone around me. So as you are a super leader, uh, an average leader, a new leader into a position, notice first what are the areas that you need to improve upon, understand your weakness, and supply yourself from that and be honest and authentic about that. Number four is the most, the most valuable gift that you can give is to be an example. You know, as I said before, parents would used to say, do as I say, not as I do. All right. Um, but you have to understand that your followers will be following you, right? Now, the key part of this is John shares a research that said that what is the most important characteristics the workers, the followers are looking in their leader? And 26% came out that Leading by example is a key component. Now, if you are a leader and you've been leading for a while, sometimes you've got to question yourself. I certainly have. When you're leading by example, you're busting the tables or you're picking up the trash, but you come in and, and nobody's kind of doing it. And you kind of wonder, what am I? Am I just the person that everyone expects now to pick up the trash? Have you gone through that? I know I have. So one lesson that I've learned is that you got to stick through it. And I'm going to illustrate it by this example. If you've seen the movie Hacksaw Ridge, which illustrates, it's a true story, illustrates the story of medic Desmond Tidas. And Desmond Tidas is, uh, has the faith of a Mormon and does not believe in killing. So he heads out in the Second World War. Think about it. Gets into basic training, does not carry a rifle. His whole thing is that he wants to contribute and serve as a medic, but he won't carry a rifle because he won't kill. Think about that. He won't kill. So as he went along trying to lead by doing this example in his training, refusing to take on arms or take a rifle, even training how to shoot a rifle, he was met with a lot of challenges. People that did not believe in him. People that thought that he was actually a coward for heading into war. Until the point where he actually headed into war and they had to take over this ridge called Hacksaw Ridge, that he displayed his full faith in what he wanted to do. And he led by examples because he carried himself into that battle, carrying out more than 150 men that were injured or wounded that would have been left alone, all on his own, repelling them down back off the ridge. Go take a look at the movie. Believe that um, on the Oscars yesterday, it was announced that Mel Gibson is being touted, uh, being nominated as um, best director. Now, think about this. He's led by example. No one was following, no one believed in him. He just believed in himself that he was there to serve. How many of you are up to that task, including myself? When you lead by example, you lead by example because you want, you believe in what you're doing. You don't lead by example because you want other people to do. If you continue 
and pursue and persevere through leading by that example, people will actually follow at one point, which was what happened to medic Desmond T. Doss. People, they had to take the ridge a second time over. And the soldiers that used to, you know, pounce on him, even the commander that said that he was a coward, called him a coward, said that they would only take that ridge if he was going back up again. Now, isn't that leadership? Leading by example. What a great story. So hopefully this was helpful. If it was helpful, please like, share, and comment. I look forward to seeing you next time, live and in person. Until then, lead on, make everyday bandages. Aloha, mahalo, and as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.